0: all right my friends welcome back to the kokoro movement podcast so right now we are right at the beginning or maybe the middle or maybe uh it's either the beginning or the middle of this coronavirus pandemic um so as of tuesday the 16th of march um which was when this was podcast was actually recorded um is when my business got shut down so Um, I am no longer coaching people at the gym. I am no longer doing massages um, tentatively for two weeks, but I think that that is probably not going to work out. We might be going even longer, but the reality is the whole world is at a full stop, literally the entire planet. So the next series of podcasts, what I'm doing is I'm getting all these gym owners on. I'm getting all these massage therapists, PTs, chiropractors uh, given so I can give you guys a better idea of what we're doing while we're shut down, what our plan is once we return, um, just kind of seeing where everything is going to land because we don't really have a lot of information on how fast it's growing if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, we still have a bunch of jack wagons buying all the toilet paper and going to parties and doing these big public events and, and, you know, just spreading it as much as they possibly can because they're a-holes. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, so on back to topic on this episode, we have the triumphant return of my dear friend, Andy Shea. He is the founder of Movement Reborn, which is a gym in, uh, San Diego, California. And as I said, this was recorded on the day that i got shut down so i didn't even know um that that was going to happen at the time of this recording but yeah god the world is bananas i'm just going to jump right into this conversation we had a great time here we go looking at facebook like looking at all the latest updates and then you're just yelling at me and i'm like oh, shit. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> you're so crazy what's up
1: dude oh
0: man i'm not yeah it's a it's like we're living in a movie just going of hanging out like trying to see what's going on in the world you know what i mean
1: it's fucking nuts man
0: it's nuts and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to get you on a i missed you and you're one of my favorite people and b (laughs) because you're another like independent gym owner and so Mm -hmm. trying to make sense of like what my plan is and Mm -hmm. i'm kind of isolated in this little town yeah and then like what your plan is yeah When you're in obviously like a bigger city in san diego
1: for sure yeah, it's fucking bunkers right now, man. It's still drinking with Fit Aids?
0: Yeah, man. It's the best. So I just got done with the Peloton bike ride. So that's the other thing, too, is, you know, I realized I was getting really fat and happy. So I was like, I better get in shape. Yeah. So I signed up for a 5K run, which was canceled. <laughs> and then I, so I started running miles just to like get my cardio back up. And then I went from like a 12 minute mile to like an 11 minute mile. And then it started raining and snowing for a week. Yeah. And then the whole entire world falls apart. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Yeah,
1: dude.
0: Can't fucking catch a break.
1: It's so fascinating. Like how the whole energy of the entire world is just shifted. Like in one night, you know, you wake up the next day, you're just like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. And it just got, it's yeah. Like in the whole, like you said, the whole energy, it's just like kind of closing in and everybody's like it's super tight Mm -hmm. and everybody's just kind of like, I went to Sam's club the other day Mm -hmm. and I was like walking around and I was like buying like frozen meat and like frozen like veggies and stuff like that. Rice. Yeah. You know, just in case. And like um, all of these, people were just buying the stupid stuff i saw one guy just buying like a case of whiskey and Mm -hmm. like there was one guy like buying like four things of paper towels and i'm like dude one thing Mm -hmm. of paper towels from costco or sam's club lasts me like a year and a half yep like what's your plan dude yeah and then i started to realize like based off of all those people like we're barely holding it together kind of nope yeah it's it's really weird, man. And so, yeah, anyway, like uh, fit aids are amazing after I just got done with a Peloton bike ride. So mm-hmm. fit aids are really good after doing like a whole bunch of cardio. They're all yeah. cold and super awesome.
1: <laughs> For sure. Oh, man.
0: So what's, what's, yeah. So, yeah, basically here in this uh, small town. Mm-hmm. It's basically like everywhere else in America. So like, but we're, we only have like 75,000 people. So it's like, what's going on there, man?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, let it rip, man. We're recording.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) What's up guys? How's it going? I didn't even know we started yet. Um, Well, ultimately like, yeah, since Thursday, since like um, Trump just declared global shutdown, essentially like it's, it's been going crazy. Um, Literally like, from monday to wednesday everything was running normal i had all my clients and all of that type of stuff classes were moderately full just as usual and then woke up thursday and then like two people like um booked in for the classes and then like half my clients canceled and i was like this is fascinating and um yeah it worked with the weather too because it was like pissing down in san diego and that hardly ever happens over here so um but yeah just for my specific gym it's just been very very quiet um yeah like most of the classes are like either one person or two people and that's it and uh, i literally just sent out a blast email this morning to say hey by the way like we're still keeping the schedule open but then let's limit it to like one or two people maximum in a class um if you need to pause your membership absolutely let's do that because we want to support you in any way but it seems like most of them are already mindful of it. So they're naturally just not coming in as often as, uh, as they used to. Um, and then the other people who actually feel a little bit ill or whatever it is, whether it's the virus or not, like they're just not showing up, which is perfect <laughs> as well. Um, Yeah. And I just told all my clients it's like, Hey, all the rules that are typically implemented, like cancellation policies, all that stuff, we waive all of it. If you need to extend your membership, we can totally do that. If you want to trade your current membership for one-on-ones and utilize that whenever, like once the virus is over, we can do that too. You know, just coming up with different strategies to be like, Hey, like we're here to help you regardless. And it's tough as a small business owner. Like I'm actually very curious to see just Overall, like in the world, like after all this stuff has settled, like how many, um, what are the repercussions of like small businesses to large corporations, to the stock market, to real estate, to the airlines? Like so many of them are shutting down already because most small companies can only last like two to three months. Um, Most like realistically, like two to three weeks. So you're like, like how the hell are people supposed to survive? And if not, like what can we do? post apocalypse thing, like how yeah. are we going to get back from that? Like, I'm just so curious to see how that works. Like, thankfully, like, um, yeah, I mean, I've got savings and all of that type of stuff. Hopefully I won't have to get to have to use it, but ultimately it's like, we, the best thing we can do right now is to just stay calm. Cause we have no idea what's actually going to happen. Um, we have no idea when it's gonna stop or be contained. So the main thing we can do as a society is to just calm down as much as we can and find any other strategy that we can do to just stay chill in all this chaos. And I feel like it is actually important to read the stats of the news and all of that stuff, but don't let it get to you, um, especially if you're not affected right now. If you are like, that's even more important to actually not get, you know, worried about the stats because you're part of it. So it's like the main thing you can do is just keep taking care of yourself and staying composed because the more you freak out, the easier it is for you to one, be compromised because your immune system is going to take a toll Two is, um, yeah, like you're affecting everybody else around you. Like it's fascinating because there's not one person that steps into the gym or that I get into contact with that doesn't talk about this, you know, it's, part of every single situation right now. So it's like, okay, how can we take a positive spin on that? You know, like how can we not say, oh, it's gonna be fine. But to be like, hey, like it sucks. It really does, but chill out a little bit. Like you're doing everything you can already. It's like, what more can you do? Um, and if you can do a little bit more, do it, but don't be stressed about it because you're doing everything you can. And that's right. the most important thing, right? And that's yeah. my my two cents, essentially. It's just like, try just, be as composed as you can.
0: Right. And so that's mm. right. You know, I compare it to like a jiu-jitsu match. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Of course he took, you me, do. <laughs> he took, right. But like, literally like he took me down. Okay. Now what? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now he, okay. So I escaped. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now he's arm me. Okay. So now he's choking me. Okay. So now we're, he's tired. He's resting. I'm going to start working on positions. Okay. This, so basically like what you're saying is like, moment to moment, just be like, what's happening now? Okay. Mm -hmm. So like they're closing stores. Okay. Or they're closing gyms. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now what? And so, you know, that's kind of where we're at now. And like the reason why I'm um, on social media so much is I'm looking at all my uh, all my other gym owners and all my other massage therapists, what are they doing? What's their plan? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so, and we're just taking it moment by moment and there's some people that are like, fuck it and just stop. And then there's other people that are like, um, "Oh, we we're just gonna stay as sanitary as possible, and and you know wipe down our stuff after every single visit, or you know whatever it is." And that's what we're doing at our gym. And Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's funny because I started uh, working for a company called Hypo Mm Two, which is like a high altitude training center here in town. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: so I've been working on like Brazilian Olympic swimmers and. Uh, Japanese Olympic swimmers and like the NAU women's basketball team and men's basketball team, track stars, runners, everyone. And you know, last year when I left the uh, CrossFit gym, I lost uh $10,000 in revenue compared to the years before.
1: Mm. So I was
0: finally like, yes, I'm going to do really well this year and I'm going to th- like potentially double my income. And then it's just like, coronavirus is like, Hey, hold my beer. And I'm like, yep. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and it's like literally, you know, we have, um, some athletes coming in from out of town that I'm going to work on and, Mm -hmm. and then we'll see. And I have some people that are, uh, canceling their in-person, uh, training. So then I am, you know, sending them home with equipment and then letting them do workouts at home and I'm Mm -hmm. programming for them at home. Yep, uh, I'm doing, I'm going to start doing like online kin stretch stuff. I'm going to start doing like you know, what am I doing while I'm under quarantine? I'm going to work really hard on my mobility. I'm going to work really hard on my cardiovascular stuff. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, from going from not working as much and panicking about that to working a lot and then not panicking to working less and panicking again, like, <laughs> like what now I'm like refocusing. What can I do? Yep. Like, I need to start working on more online stuff. I need yep. to start you know, working on like what, instead of just freaking out and buying toilet paper, like just figure out what you can do to yep. survive this. And then that would ultimately make your business better in the long run. Yeah. A hundred percent.
1: And that's a gift of, you know, um social media and the internet is that, Hey, servers on down. If that goes down, the world is going to turn to shit. But yeah, man. it's funny enough that, um yeah, all the, Yeah. Internet is thriving right now. They're the ones that's benefiting from all of this stuff, you know, like whether it's online deliveries or with live streaming stuff. Um, yeah. So even like zoom, how we're able to talk, it's great because they're connecting us and hopefully this will probably give the world a bigger insight to the power of connections through the internet and stuff like that. So it might just make even better ideas for future online training or whatever it is. Um, i personally still like the in-person side of things so that's yeah. why i haven't pushed anything online like i still utilize my videos to reach out to the people who want to do that my on my online programs are out there as well so um i utilize this downtime to just keep filming and keep editing the videos that i want to edit and share the concepts that i like to share so it just gives me more time to be able to do that which i'm thankful for as well you know So there's always things that you can do to extend your voice, to extend your reach, to extend your passions and philosophies in the way that you want to help through whatever medium necessary. And the best medium is the stuff that you have access to, right? So if, in my personal opinion, my best medium is me in person, touching, poking, prodding, helping people with my hands and my voice like in person. And if that's not available, then yes, like you can do live conferencing, you can do videos, you can do all of that type of stuff. Um, So ultimately it's like, use whatever you can. And that's like in the 21st century, there's many other, so many different options of how you can utilize that. It could be blogs. It could be reading stuff. It could be, yeah. Podcasts could be videos. Like there's so many different things that we can use to just help other people either stay calm or get moving or get motivated or help them expand their mindset in any way possible. Because ultimately that's what I personally feel like we all need to do at a consistent basis. So that if stuff like this happens, we can still like stay composed and And, be mindful.
0: And stay functional because that's like a scary thing for, um, you know, people in my position where I'm finally Mm -hmm. starting to rebuild again. And then this happens again. I don't have a whole lot of savings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I have credit card debt just like everybody else. So Mm -hmm. that one of the things that, you know, I'm focused on is and that I'm really interested in is like, this is finally like a wake up call to understand that the system that we have isn't working. Mm -hmm. Like we can't make, places too expensive to live just because they're a nice place to live yeah like san diego or denver or whatever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you know it's like so for instance like the house that i'm living in now is like a four hundred thousand dollar home but if i move down to phoenix which is a place that nobody wants to live because it's hot as hell yeah then i can buy a house for the same price or for the same size but half the price with a Mm -hmm. swimming pool in the backyard yeah so then it's like well what are we doing like so, why is a nice place expensive to live in? To where people are barely making it, but they're like, "Well, at least I get to go to the beach every day." That's not how it should be. Yeah, you know I mean, and one of the reasons why people are freaking out is because we don't have leadership. We have mm-hmm. this, this governmental leadership that's just like, "Well, it's not a thing. Don't worry about it." And then like two days later, they're like, "It's actually a thing." Yep. And then so what are we doing now? Oh, well, we're gonna just go ahead and shut everything down. You're like, two days ago, you completely wrote it off. Like it wasn't anything. So like, so we don't, so that's why I'm trying to get as many, uh, small business owners like you on here to be like, Hey, nothing is fucked. We're all fine. Like this is going to, it's like, we're doing the right things right now, which is Mm -hmm. mitigating the spread. So it doesn't, it just, and so we can still do one-on-one stuff until they tell us not to, Mm -hmm. just like you just said. And so if people trust you, then, they come in, and if they don't, then you put pause their membership or whatever it is. You know what yep. I mean? So it's like, absolutely. And so, and like, ultimately,
1: what, like everybody is taking a hit. So, if yeah. we're willing to be able to do that, that's a sacrifice we have to make. And if it goes on for six months and I can't keep running, fuck. Unfortunately, that's it. But then we'll find other things that we can do. You know, right. I think about that all the time. I don't have to wait for a virus to tell me what. Um, what is my backup plan if the gym doesn't work out? I think about that every fucking day, you know, it's like, what if one day like the gym just burns down or, um, all my funding gets pulled or if, you know, one day like something really bad happens and I, you know, or I get in a car accident and I lose uh, my ability to walk or train and you're like, what do I do then? And for me, like my personal opinion is, Hey, if my mind is there and I can still talk, and I can do my filming or I can still teach my philosophies and what I believe and appreciate and want to help other people expand like that will never go away through whatever medium possible. So look at Stephen Hawking, you know, like he's got a freaking type like voice crazy, like thing that (laughs)
0: just
1: says what his mind is, you know, like there will always be a medium to express what you want to express no matter what happens um and we just have to be humble enough to one think about it so that if it does happen we're prepared it's going to be shitty of course it's not going to be like oh yeah i just switch over overnight and everything's fine it's like no 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 there's going to be a break in period where you feel like shit and you're broken down and you have a freaking breakdown and all that stuff but then when you come out of it you get out of that rut and then you start doing whatever you can at that specific point in time Um, And that's something that I prep for, regardless of a global catastrophe or not, because it's one of those things that keeps me grounded and keeps me motivated to keep doing what I want to do. Um, Yeah.
0: And so what's, what's interesting about what you just said is, you know, people like, so the problem with like people that are in our situation who have a lot of education and every education course we go to, we learn something. And the more we learn, the more we understand that we don't know a whole lot.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: like so in your position you started a gym Mm -hmm. and you made it successful and you started this online stuff and you made that successful you have a successful like Instagram following so like people need that information
2: yeah
0: so like if you ever started a business people that are thinking about starting a business need that information and you Mm -hmm. can provide that for them so it's like you need to so like this is a really good um situation to just like like basically nature just punched our head out of our asses mm-hmm. and told yeah. us to look around an
1: act of god you know like yeah. it just makes people think a little bit more about what they're doing right the ultimate thing is the sad part is we're not thinking because yeah. of this fear of whatever we're thinking how everybody else is thinking that's why you go to the convenience store you see one person buying a shit ton of toilet paper then everybody buys toilet paper it's like how many dumps are you taking in the next couple weeks like you only have enough food that's going to perish in a very short period of time like how long are you going to be staying home like ultimately you still have to come out at some point but we're not being mindful of other people so now these. 10% of the people who are buying all the toilet paper aren't leaving anything for the other 80 85% or you know 80 or 90% yeah. that need right. it and you're like hey like we literally forget to take other people into consideration just like the one of the coolest quotes i just heard um, from my buddy Chris Cal this morning was just pretend that you have the virus right now you know like you have to take others into consideration yep. right so don't be around the like people as much as possible if you're contaminated and like, why would you hoard everything from everybody else? It's like, no, it's not about, it's, yeah, it's not about them. Like it's, oh, it is about them, but you have right. to take care of yourself as well. You know, so it's just, it's just fascinating seeing how fear just makes everybody think exactly the same way, yeah. you know, and the sad part is, um, just like if there's a stampede or something like that, everybody is flocking in the same direction, but then all of, what if you just step out of it and then go in another direction you'll be out of that stampede and you'll most probably be even safer you know or you're actually able to see the big picture so that whatever is coming you're able to avoid it as much as you can and if not like unfortunately you still thought a little bit differently but you're not part of that exact same group you know like i always just say hey like take a big picture look at it differently like why do you have to go shop at the exactly the same time where everybody else is shopping because if you think about it You're standing in the line for hours potentially other people are there with the virus and then you are standing in there with them for a longer period of time in that you know contaminated space and you're like hey what if you just waited a couple days um and then buy it here and there or go to a store that not many people go to or do something alternatively and if everybody does that it will be dissipated a little bit faster so that there's less chance of it being like that contagious you know so I don't know um that's just one of those things and everybody's got their own way of thinking about it um but it's just do what you can and think a little bit differently because like try not to think exactly the same as everybody else because ultimately that's what's creating even more panic
0: yeah and so what's funny is like there's a lot of uh trainers that are immediately trying to sell their online stuff yeah and i'm like "Mm, that seems kind of shitty yeah but then so then I'm like really thinking about it like is that something that I should push
2: mm-hmm.
0: or should I just give it away and yeah. then so today I just gave it away I mm-hmm. was like hey yeah like if anybody needs if anybody's sequestered at home and needs to do some workouts hit me up and I'll give you the program for free mm-hmm. and so I had three people hit me up today two of them wanted it for free and one of them wanted to buy it mm-hmm. I'm like okay so that's that so yep. it's like so, you know, we need to focus on being good instead of focusing on panicking about not having any money. Yep. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Because, you know, this isn't the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, and the reality is, is this is the first time that the United States of America has ever been interrupted Yep, by anything. Because, you know, there's all this stuff going on, like Ebola was happening in Africa and like all over the world, all this stuff is going on, all these wars, all this stuff. And America never has an interruption like we did back in like nine eleven. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. And so now everybody's like, well, shit. You know, they just go through their routines and now they can't go to work. And they're like, well, now what do I do? And like, <laughs> there's so much stuff to do. And it's funny that there's people that are like, hey, you could still go outside. And they're like, oh, like there's nature everywhere. Yep, to Go hang out. Like
1: That will probably be the safest bet. Yeah. It's to just it be outside and obviously just stay your distance from the other people outside, but it can't get transferred as much as if you're trapped indoors all day long.
0: Right. And stuff and my, like that. Yeah. My wife's a nurse, so I'm going to get it no matter what. Like, <laughs> yep. Just so I need to be as healthy as I possibly can. Yep. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Because that's the only way that I can battle it. For like, sure. She's, she's frontline, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so yep. like, there's no worry in me. There's no cause for me to worry because it's gonna happen. You know, as soon as it gets to Flagstaff, she's the first one. Yep. I'm exposed in a couple months because I don't know how long that's going on. You mm-hmm.
1: know. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Are we breaking up?
1: You broke up a little bit.
0: Okay, but we're good. We're back.
1: See? Yeah, we're back.
0: Nobody freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and so like talking to i've been talking to uh ryan and colleen mm-hmm. and they're just like that's something where i was like oh wait you're actually in a country that's locked down right now that's so yeah yeah I, ha- I was just uh checking in on some friends of mine today that are up in seattle
2: Yeah,
0: you know what i mean just like so basically be more human is what we're trying to say reach out yeah give away some services it's fine like yep you're, you know, it's not going to break the bank if you show some kindness, you know? Yeah,
1: 100%. That's exactly what people need right now.
0: Yes, we don't Um, need... Because we have enough shitty people. We don't need to...
1: We know everything we can right now of what we need to do. The next thing is to just calm the fuck down and start doing those things that we know (laughs) we need to do in the first place. Ultimately, that's it.
0: Right, and you you know, that's the other thing that's driving me crazy is people like, "Mm -mm, I'm traveling. And I'm like, why?
2: Yeah.
0: Why, why do you have this incessant need to go to Hawaii all of a sudden? Like Mm -hmm. you don't need to. Yeah. Like, so if Hawaii doesn't have anything and you're unwittingly carrying it. Yeah. Then you just bring it there. Cool deal, bro. Like, you don't need to travel a couple cities down. You don't like just hang out. Like, yeah. You know, like you can call your friends, you can Zoom them, you can Skype them, whatever you mm-hmm. want to do. Yeah, and you're still keeping in touch, you know what I mean? You're still reaching out. Yeah. It's just like, ugh.
1: Yeah. People just have to be considerate because that's the biggest thing is that you can be carrying it right now and have no idea yeah. um, that you're doing that, no, affecting other people. Right. Which is, that's the shittiest part of it, you know? Because right. if people are 100% sick, Okay, now you know you, you got something, and you know right. you're not going to go into contact. But then when you don't know, we don't think about that as right. much, um, especially the kids. You know, they still running around outside. Now that schools are completely shut down, we've got teenagers all over the place and all the parks doing all of the shit, and you're like, man, like okay now they're spending the time to do, be outside uh, when they never ever fucking do that usually yeah. you're like oh my god like this is the wrong time to be doing stuff like that yeah it's what happened
0: like, to your video was... games man like go play yeah. video games like, or, yeah. like little kids just rub their boogers all over everything anyway so it's yeah. Like, yeah yeah which is you... yeah and it's so... like
1: ultimately we should have been doing this stuff virus or not we should have been keeping the gyms clean we should have been doing all of that stuff regardless we should have been wiping everything down and washing our hands and doing the th- stuff that we know we should be doing
2: yeah but
1: this is literally just a global wake-up call. It's like hey be cleaner then you know and do the stuff that you know you need to do um the this is the, the shittiest part is like the deaths that come with that realization is like do we really have to wait for people to die to actually start realizing that we need to do this the whole time? Um, And it's like, I feel so sorry for the people who are truly affected by it. And that's not being shared on the news. Like people who's, you know, who've, you know, like who suffered and their parents or people have died from it. Like, I don't see that much of those stories on the news out of the, what, how many thousand people have died right now? You know, like, Um, where's one of those stories on the news is, and like expressing their trauma of that's what's actually happened. Like all we do is see numbers, but people don't get affected by numbers. They get affected by one good story. You know, like when Kobe died, the whole world just fucking shut down. And that's one person, but then you don't, you forget about the other, like other people in that plane. You're like, no, no, no. Like there are other people in that plane too. And right now the other people in that plane are the thousands of people that have already passed and right. those stories aren't shared so it's not making people realize how fucking like serious this actually is yeah. if just one or two of those stories are out there on the news and those get shared people would be like oh my god like now i feel for it now i actually want to make a change because they're feeling it now instead of just seeing numbers time and time again i'm freaking out by the numbers
0: yeah and it's really funny because uh you know we are so focused on weird shit. And that's one of the things that I was uh, talking to Colleen and Ryan about is the difference between the Spanish government and American. Like, mm-hmm. so the Spanish government is like, this is what's happening.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This is what you need to do. And then the next day, this is what's happening this is what you need to do. And then the mm-hmm. next day, this is, they were like, okay, so this is what's happening. We're going to start quarantine tomorrow. So, you know, go hang out do your thing like be with your people go play outside and then now they're under quarantine you know and then they're just like man you guys in america have this fear campaign that Mm -hmm. is just running rampant you know and then like like you said we aren't hearing those stories Mm
1: -hmm. but we're
0: hearing about tom hank's and we're hearing about Idris yep. Alba. Yep. You know what I mean? We're just making sure that we are focusing on all the stupid shit yep. that we normally focus on. Yeah. Like, So the difference between Idris Alba and you is that like, you own a gym and you affect people in a profound way. And you get people out of pain and you get them moving better and you get them functioning properly and you get them to regain like a part of their life that was lost because of that pain and because of that dysfunction and idris alba stars in movies so they don't care about you they only care about this guy that's in movies and you're just like why you know what i mean what are we what do we like we're just so hyper focused on all the stuff that doesn't matter mm-hmm. like thousand dollar shoes designed by kanye west like what are we doing like it's so weird and so i think like this is nature's way of shaking the tree and telling us not to be idiots and to focus on what's real which is like spending time with your family you know what i mean caring Mm -hmm. about like reaching out to those friends that you haven't heard from in a long time Mm -hmm. you know what i mean putting all that stupid drama aside whatever it was whatever reason whatever you're if you were too busy to talk to them now's the time to reach out you know what i mean let them know that you care about them because like that's what is going to make the world go around not fear you know Mm -hmm. so like this is our time and our shot to start kind of overwhelming that a little bit
1: yeah for sure yeah and it's just also interesting to see like how interesting the american medical system is you know like we talk about the system all the time like through insurance and all that type of stuff and i'm like it's it's out there. I mean, if you look at Taiwan, they contained it in like a week and a half or whatever it is, like so fast. Um, because the healthcare system is incredible. Like even if you're just not even a citizen, you go in there, the most you'll pay for just to see a doctor, get x-rays, all of that type of stuff is less than $30. Whereas over here, it's like thousands. Possibly, yeah, it could potentially
0: you know, bankrupt you to go yeah, for a hospital. Exactly. Visit.
1: Yeah. And um, the unfortunate part is the blue-collar workers are the ones that are suffering so much. Like this is a conversation that I've been having with a lot of my clients is that that's the system that's flawed is that we don't get enough benefits over here, like as in true benefits, like white-collar people. Yes, they have t- paid time off and stuff like that. Okay, cool. If the work, tells them to stay at home and work from home, they're like, cool, we have the resources to do that. But blue-collar workers, they have more families and all of that type of stuff. And they're usually in the front lines in front of the most amount of people. Um, And if they miss just one or two days of work, they can't pay rent and pay for their families to be able to go to school and all of that type of stuff or all of those things. And you're like, they can't afford to be sick. So when they are sick, they will still go to work and potentially infect other people because that's the only way they can to survive. So it's like all companies, whether it's government or corporate or whatever it is, we actually need to take care of the blue collar workers more and give them the benefits that they deserve. And most of the times we think, oh no, they're just going to take advantage of it. So anytime they get a sniffle, they're not going to come in and stuff like that. Like, yes, that might be a sacrifice that needs to be made in the beginning, but in the long run, they'll more people will start appreciating and they'll go to work Most of the times because they feel like they're actually getting taken care of and people actually give a shit about them. So they won't actually take as much time off in the future. Like right right now, because you fucked the system up in the beginning, people will take advantage. But over time, it's the long term game that we essentially should be implementing, um, and if that strategy has been around for a longer period of time, then less shit will happen, like Taiwan and things like if something yeah. happens, immediate contain, they give free screenings to every single person um, who goes into the hospital. It's like, okay, cool. You're in the hospital. Now you screen for Corona, whatever it is. It's like, where is that over here? you have to wait until you're half dead until they actually start considering that. It's like, no, that's already way too late, which is why the death toll here is higher. Like the, one of the highest in the world. It's like, it's ridiculous. Like we need to be able to contain that faster by helping the people before it's even happened.
0: Right. Um, And and I really
1: hope that this is a wake up call for people to start changing. That's the system. Just like nine 11, there was a huge, flaw in the transportation system and stuff which is when that happened all of a sudden overnight things started shifting immediately it's like why do we always have to wait for something so extreme for anything to actually happen but because that's we just, we're, we how we human ca- beings are um. yeah
0: and our capacity for suffering is so high yep. that we will mm-hmm. just kind of settle in and just deal with it yep. so like you know the sad the-
1: part is all of that shit, um that we're dealing with it becomes a subconscious trauma That you and I, as these pros, have to start dealing with 20, 30, 40 years down the line. And you're like, God damn it, man. If we just started doing this in the first place and looked at the long-term effects of everything, shit, the world would be so much better.
0: Yeah, I know. And it's like, so I was talking to somebody today about that where they're like, oh, my friend is going to be forced onto, you know, taking two weeks of vacation pay. And I'm like, cool. Like, how many people have that? Yep not fucking many you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so like i don't have it like you don't have it like what Mm -hmm. so like who who else is being forced like everybody Mm -hmm. like yeah so like like probably i would say i'm not even gonna say a number because i'll probably be wrong because i don't know but like not very many people in flagstaff anyway there's like a few like corporations in flagstaff that you can work for plus like the medical center Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think like the, the police force and firefighters and EMT yep. and all those guys have mm-hmm. paid time off, but like, that's about it, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, like the going back to like the, the high capacity for suffering, like I had a, a client come in a while ago, who came in with like low back pain. And then I worked on her for half an hour. And I asked her to stand up. And she said, well, now it's numb. And I was like, well, that's not good. So then I start poking around do you feel this do you feel this yeah 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 do you feel this then i'm like well it's not numb it's just not pain anymore yeah you shouldn't be constantly aware of your back you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like so and but that's like what we're used to doing like there's people you know that'll start they start a job at like 40 hours a week and they're like hey you want extra shifts you want extra shifts and then You know, then they start working 60, 80 hours a week, and then they just get used to that. Mm -hmm. They can't go back to 40 hours a week because then they'll take like a a huge pay cut, but then they're literally working themselves to death Mm -hmm. to support this new lifestyle that they have. And so, a majority of the time, when they come into us, we're like, hey, you need to reduce your stress. And then a lot of your pain would go away. Mm -hmm. And then you need to work less and you need to work out more and you need to better and then they're just like what like it's just like this huge disconnect that we need to start addressing and we're just God, humans are so weird man and I I keep I've been saying it a lot more recently where I'm just like man I'm surprised we made it this far like based (laughs) off you know what I mean like based off of like all the emotional stuff and all the trauma and stuff that we've like inherited and like this chronic pain epidemic that we have and this obesity epidemic and like you know like everything that we're just talking about like how did we make it it's amazing yeah we are very resilient we are man and and are. right and yet so fragile like i i keep saying like we we just rode on the coattails of people that are slightly smarter than we are yeah like you know like thousands of years ago there was this guy that was like hey what if we put up walls
2: yeah
0: and everybody's like yeah wall wow well how do we stay warm well if you have this roof and you put like a hole in it then you can start a fire and all smart goes out like what that's amazing and then you know we just kept riding on the coattails of these people Mm -hmm. to where we take advantage of the fact that you can walk into a room and just turn on a light and see stuff yep you know what i mean and like there's this Joe Rogan special that came out in like 2010 where he's talking about like, are we making sure that these people are procreating? Like are all the people that are inventing all these cell phones and stuff, are they having babies? <laughs> because like, you know what happens when the power goes out? I sit in my chair and I wait patiently for it to turn back on. Yeah. You know how to work a power plant? I don't know how to work a power plant. And he just goes off on all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know any of this stuff so like so funny it is pretty funny man so like yeah so like and so are you just waiting like until they kind of force you to close the doors because that's kind of hap- happening in the uh the northeast up in new york and new jersey and stuff like that they're kind of just forcing you to close your door so because that's yeah. kind of where we're at
1: yeah half Yeah, honestly, like half the time, I'm like, maybe I should just close my doors down right now, um, just to be like, Hey, just to be truly precautious for that, so that everybody can feel a little bit safer, but it's like, I want to be able to give them the choice. Um, so like I'm doing everything I can to take care of my health. I'm not, you know, in contact with much people at all besides just, yeah, Nikki and I, and my dad's in town right now. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, And then we've always ordered in, I freaking hate going grocery shopping and all that type of stuff. So most of our stuff is already home delivered. So we're like, Hey, we are set. we got everything we need. Um, so for the members, I literally just said, Hey, if you really want to come in, come in, um, we can make it one-on-one sessions if you want to make that feel a little bit safer. Um, but if not, then absolutely. Like we can just, yeah. Um, but regardless, if I'm close or not, I'm still going to be here filming content and doing my thing or whatever it is. And then if no one shows up for the classes, then I still keep filming and doing my thing. Cause if I don't, if I'm at home, I don't do shit. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. So like, if I'm at home, I don't make videos. I don't do any of that stuff. I'll just be, you know, um, watching TV and playing Netflix. So I'm like, I'd rather be here. And if I'm here and people want to be here and they're safe, like let them come in. But if, yeah, if the government says, hey, completely shut it down, that's totally fine. I'll still be here filming my videos, do my thing regardless. So
0: <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. And so how much are you filming every day? Do you just kind of, like, do you have a plan for that or do you just kind of let it rip?
1: Um, it, I have, like, right now I'm, like, trying to blow up my YouTube channel. Um, so I'm putting way longer videos and stuff out now and I'm launching my ramp series. So the, the whole thing that we taught for two days – um i'm putting that as free content online so that anybody can utilize that system however they want um just so that people can start experiencing hey maybe hopefully i'm actually just curious to see if they do it does it actually work so it will be online research you know just to see hey like try these out because ultimately there's you know, you only get a couple of testimonials here and there like with online programs. So I'm just like, hey, if I put it out there and if Lo and behold, it reaches hundreds of thousands of people like maybe like 10% or 15% of them will benefit from it. And if that's the case, that's not bad. That's more than anybody that I'll be able to train in person. So Can you hear that?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) I was just about to say that Miramar Air Force Base is not shut down right now.
1: Nope, they're still flying. This morning, I was like, hey, maybe the gym will actually be quiet for once. (laughs) As soon as I said that one jet flew over, I was like, nope, apparently they're still working right now.
0: God, that is so funny because I only went there that one time to take A&F Level 2 with Perry, and it Mm -hmm. was just – You just have you have to stop talking for a second
1: yeah because fighter jets are
0: so loud and then (laughs) you know and then every other time i've been there during the weekend so it's like yeah and then it's funny because i talked to you about oh i thought it's a military aircraft it was so cool and you're like no
1: yeah cool it's not messes with my videos and everything i get so pissed just as you can hear like the microphone picks up everything i hate it hate it So. Um, (laughs) that's one thing i don't like about this location everything else i absolutely love it's just the sound is it's awful
0: man you got a good vibe over there dude and that's like one of those things that i miss like uh you know and then i start getting that itch i'm like fuck i gotta go learn something from you (laughs) (laughs) because i'm just like you know everything is so it's like you just did it i don't know how you did it because it's like this little bubble of andy at your gym (laughs) that's like so chill and so relaxed and so warm and then like all around like my gym we try real hard but there's like it's in kind of a dodgy neighborhood but not too bad but we still have like all these drunks and all these people just kind of Uh, around and you know like we have one guy um we have a a a mailbox that you can like drop stuff off in like a, a federal mailbox and there was one day he was just out there arguing with the mailbox for like 30 minutes, just straight up Oh man! in this verbal confrontation with the mailbox. And we're all just like, what the hell? Like, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's like my, it's like one of my favorite places on earth to be, man.
1: Man, you got a good spot too, dude. I like that I, space, man. You I and Brendan did a good job, man.
0: Yeah. But it's like, man, just like, I don't know. We need some, we need some fake grass like you have cuz it just makes it better.
1: <laughs> it, it does. It makes a huge difference. It,
0: it does. It's like
1: My favorite is that as soon as people see it they're like, "Do I need to take my shoes off?" I'm like, "Yes." Yes, yes you
0: absolutely. do. <laughs> and, yeah, no, we're a barefoot gym too, but Yep. Uh, it's so crazy. Yeah. And so and now like, you know, trying to support uh local businesses I think is really important as long as you can because the Yeah you know, one of that coffee shop that's right down the, uh, right down the shopping center from us, they're doing like, they're not Mm -hmm. letting people in anymore, but they're, you call them and then they bring out the coffee to you. Yeah. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just, we got to do what we can for each other instead of being so greedy, you know what I mean?
1: I mean, like even like Postmates and all of those delivery services, they're like, yeah, you can literally select a non-touch transaction so that if you say you click that, they'll literally just drop, the the yeah the package by your doorstep instead of like handing it to you like in person they just like ring your doorbell and like walk away type of thing i'm like yeah it's like it's these little things that just make people feel a little bit safer that calms them down just a tad Um,
0: yeah and we don't really have that man because we're this little town you know so yeah so i might start looking into that but um You know, I think I had a pretty successful Sam's Club trip, so we got a bunch of good food at home. Yeah. We can really start preparing. But
1: Yeah. Are there any cases in Flagstaff right now? Not yet, right? No.
0: So we have last time I checked, which was this morning. So this is like this is so funny. Mm -hmm. I saw a meme with uh, John Luke Picard on it, where he's just sitting in his captain's chair and he just says "damage report," <laughs> and that's how I feel. Like every time you look on social media, you're like, "Okay, so what's going on?" And uh, so last time I looked this morning, we had uh, eight cases down in Phoenix. Okay. Um, and nothing up here yet. Okay. Um, nothing confirmed, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Not to, yeah. And so that's the fucking crazy thing about this virus is we don't know, mm-hmm. right? So like. You know, somebody could, and so this is like allergy season, mm-hmm. which is like the same symptoms. So yep. you're just like, do I have allergies or am I dying? Yeah. Like what's happening? So um right now we don't have anything confirmed. I was just talking to my friends up in Seattle and they might have it. They mm-hmm. might have the regular flu, Yeah, but they can't get tested because they're not sick enough. Like yeah. what you were just saying. So it's, they're just like, yeah. I'm just going to hang out at home, I guess, yeah. you know, and which is what you should do. But like, so
1: it's the sad I'm, part is like, if you don't testing them in the early phase, you're not telling them how serious it could possibly be. So people will be like, you're leaving them in a state of the unknown, which is the worst state that you want anybody to be in. You know, like that's the issue over there. It's like if people know, they'd be like, oh, fuck. OK, got it. Now I'm absolutely going to do everything I can to contain myself. But right. if you're just like, honestly, I don't know. It sounds like I have, but maybe not. Uh, blah blah blah. Then you might make one or two more mistakes than you would have if you absolutely knew you got it. You know, like I think about that too every once in a while. It's like um, when Thursday broke out, like it was just like fucking crazy. You know, like, and then on Friday I was like, I got a headache. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then I realized I was eating like shit for both Thursday and Friday, like eating deep fried fruits from outdoors and all of that type of stuff. Like, and then I'm like, when I eat like shit, I get headaches and I just feel crap, like groggy and stuff. But it's like, um, but then I'm like, maybe I just need to rest. And like, if I don't feel good on Saturday, I'll cancel my classes. But woke up on Saturday, it's like, oh, no, it's literally just eating like a dumbass for like two days that made me feel like garbage. And as long as I rest and take care of myself and everything, I'm fine. It's just like, we need to pay attention to these things. Right. Um, yeah. And most people aren't, which is just, uh, it's just yeah. very, very sad. And but so if, that's yeah. That's
0: exactly what I did all weekend, too. I'm like, yeah, I've this is how I make myself feel better. I yeah, eat, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And it's just like, and then you kind of wake up and you're just like, like you just said, God, I have a headache, but it's probably inflammation from all this garbage that you're eating, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So then, yeah, stop eating it. Do you still have a headache? No, great, yes, okay, what is this then, you know what yep. I mean? So it's just mm-hmm. like literally playing it by ear. And that's the problem with this virus is it's just like every other virus that we've ever had. Yeah. And so like my whole thing is, is like people like pretty much everybody's going to get it, I think. And so like, you know, the, the swine flu from a couple years ago, like that's a normal flu now, Mm -hmm. you know, back then everybody was freaking out about it. Mm -hmm. H1N1, you know what I mean? So now that was the normal flu for this year and people got super sick you know, but that was just like, "Oh okay, when well, we recovered from that, because everybody got exposed to it,
2: mm-hmm. you know
0: what I mean, so that 's pretty much what 's going to happen here as well, yeah. you know because if you're outside breathing the air you what you have to do to get in your car and what mm-hmm. you have to do to get out of your car like you're probably going to get exposed to it, and just mm-hmm. your your current level of health is what's going make make or break you in this situation, yeah, and this is just from my understanding, but like soon you know like within the next couple of years we'll be pretty much immune to this one and it'll just be normal for the flu season but then we'll have another one so then how prepared are we for that did we learn from this yes or no so that's that's what i'm really interested in too and i'm just that's why i wanted to get you on the podcast because you think it's fascinating and everybody else is scared to shitless you know and it's just like understanding because we just study humans that's our job you know what i mean and so that's
1: Yeah, it's fascinatingly sad. That's my conclusion of this because yeah, just like in summary is like the only thing we can do is to just take care of ourselves and our own, right. And be considerate of others. So yeah, just keep calming yourself as much as you can do your breathing stuff, essential oils, all of that stuff, whatever you feel like you need to do to take care of your health, do those things. But we shouldn't have to wait for something like this to make us prepare uh, to make us be aware of our own health, yeah. you know it's just like you know why do we have to wait until our back hurts so much that we need to get you know, until all the ligaments and like tendons are grinded out to the you know until it's completely gone until we have to get surgery. It's like maybe we should have paid attention when we got the first sign of back pain in the first place, you know like we as humans, we're just so extreme on everything. Or we wait till the, until it's almost too late until we do something. But it's like, if you constantly do the stuff that we know we need to do in the first place, this won't be as bad. Yeah. Um, and that's the sad part that I'm trying to implement is like, hey, we knew what we need to do 5,000 years ago. Like the majority of us just need to start doing that a little bit more. Um, and just keep being mindful and being honestly, constantly just working on trying to be a better human so that, yeah, one, we can keep ourselves happy and if we are happy, we won't freak out the other people around us as much.
0: (laughs) Right. And so, then focusing on the human side is realizing that there's other people. Mm -hmm. So like, probably just buy one thing of toilet paper, bro. You know what I mean? You don't need to buy all of it. Like, instead of Making sure that nobody has some, make sure that everybody has some. Yep. Like, let's, and, you know, that's been a big thing that I've been complaining about for a long time is just black or white, mm-hmm. you know, left or right, like Republican or Democrat, or, you know, the pain is all in the brain or the brain is in the body. Like, it doesn't matter. Like help the person in front of you. Like, mm-hmm. You know because there's people that are like no matter what you do, manual therapy, it doesn't work, and I'm like, it kind of does, though. Yeah, so I'm going to continue to do it, mm-hmm. you know? and like I'll educate my clients through over time. But mm-hmm. like, for the most part, like if a little kid comes up to me with like a scraped knee and you blow on it and rub on it, make it feel better, and then put like a little fantastic four band aid on it and he feels good, then who says that it doesn't work?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, shut up, like, yeah. There, the world is so gray. There's no black or white. Mm-hmm. There's, it's, it's stop choosing one side or the other. It's yep. like pick, you know. Um, the other thing that I was talking about with like um, our leadership is like Donald Trump, I think, is a, is a perfect representative of how America has been acting for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like as a nation yep. where we're really cocky we're going into every single bar and we're picking fights with everyone. Mm-hmm. And then this virus is that somebody that had enough of our shit and hit us back. And we're just like, Hey, what'd you do that for?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean, well, you're being a dick. So stop being a dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Okay. It's easy. Let's just pay attention
2: Yeah,
0: and be kind to people. Like, cause yeah. it feels so much better to do something nice for somebody than it does to treat them like shit. Yep. Absolutely. Like, uh, I had, uh, man, I had, so one of the reasons why I started martial arts training was that there was these, uh, guys that would just bully me incessantly. And so once I decided to get in shape and use mixed martial arts as my fitness and, and learn how to defend myself. So where I was no longer afraid of conflict, here we are like, you know, six months ago, one of those childhood bullies reached out to me because he had shoulder pain.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I helped him,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is like so much better. You know what yep. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And then because I also understand finally where he's coming from mm-hmm. because he had a shitty home life. You know what I mean? Yep. And he had two older brothers. So, you know, if you're the youngest and they're getting picked on all the time and you're getting picked on all the time, then who do you pick on?
2: Yeah
0: somebody else and that person was me you know what yep. i mean and mm-hmm. so like that so that person needed more compassion than mm-hmm. more hate for me because yep. with the with my current understanding of the human body i could have broken six ways from sunday but that doesn't help anybody yep. you know so then you fix him do yep. the opposite help yep. him move his shoulder again yep. so yeah that's that's the
1: yeah bad people just need good people around them honestly
0: boom that's the post for the day (laughs) that was a good quote man yeah (laughs) because
1: ultimately like they just want to be heard and if yeah maybe we're not the exact people that can hear them but someone else will and if everybody is just working to be a little bit better then that little bit better can help another person from bad to become a little bit better
0: right and so like we as a people like if we just focused on the one percent better every day yeah, it's then it's energy.
1: Know, it gets right. transferred from one person to the other. Just like when that person had the abusive family or whatever it is that was making him feel like shit, he had to transfer it to somewhere. That somewhere was you. Right. All right. But then, if you choose to match that same energy, dish it back at them, you're transferring another t- look, bad energy back instead of saying, "Hey, let's relay it to." Right. A slightly better way you can transfer that into a more positive vibe. And if that is something that you can keep doing, maybe it won't help that guy. Right then, but it could pass down to someone else in the future that will relay a better energy to him at some point like it's Constantly moving right and we don't know where it's going to bounce to but we can relay it as best as we can.
0: But if it's if it's positive and healthy energy, then who cares where it bounced to? Yep, you know what exactly. I mean?
1: But it's got to be genuine, though. It's not just, oh, thank happy thoughts. It's like, no, no, no. Like, truly, just actually work on becoming a little bit better.
0: Yeah, maybe during this time, give your fitness program for free instead of trying to make money. You know what yep, I mean?
1: Exactly. And, so, and um, because ultimately, no one's making money right now, right? Besides, the telemarketing companies or all of this stuff, like, (laughs) Uh, but ultimately they're still doing good. So whatever it is, like, if you truly feel like you're doing good, like keep doing it. For sure. That's the best we can do. Right. Um, and take care of yourself. We all know what we need to do right now. We just got to start doing that a little bit more.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Maybe half the stuff I said, I was thinking about the stuff that I was talking about probably not lot of it makes total sense or it's inconclusive because it ultimately is because nothing we say is actually a fact. It's just what we think. Um, but <laughs> what I feel is definite is just keep being better. Breathe, be calm the fuck down, take care of yourself and be considerate of others. That's, that's what I'm definitely sure is correct.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. And so I'm looking at, like, it's funny. that uh, like, a movie, Demolition Man. Have you seen mm-hmm. that movie? I've and heard of it. Like, yeah, so you should watch it. It's pretty funny because it's basically, like, where we're at now. Because, like, so Sylvester Stallone gets frozen, mm-hmm. and then he gets thawed out in the future, and then he goes to the bathroom, and there's no toilet paper. So he's like, shit, how do I do this? And they're just like, oh well, we have these three seashells.
1: Yes. Is that what Sandra Bullock? Yeah, yeah. That's what the movie is? Ah, shit, yeah. I love that film. That I know,
0: but they're not allowed to touch each other. They, like, do the little weird hover high five. Yeah. And then they're not allowed to, like, it's just, it's, like, exactly what's happening now. Yes, it's that's,
1: yeah. <laughs> Man, that's the movie. i got to rewatch that. It was so good.
0: Totally. I'm going to watch it right now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, brother. Thank you for taking the time to come on, man.
1: Uh, dude, so great talking to you always, man.
0: Absolutely, brother. We'll do it again soon because Hell yeah. I won't be as busy.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sounds good, brother.
0: All right, brother. Have a good one. Right, Tell Nikki I said care to
1: yourself. We'll do it, yeah. man.
0: All right, brother.
1: All, All right. right.